Okay. We good? We good. We Gucci? We Gucci. We Let's Gucci like a terrible turtleneck with red lips? <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Another episode of the Nerds of the Round. It is your boy, Tone, from across the hall. Joined with me, as always, as the co-hosts. Law. Sebastian. And we are here again to talk about anime, NYC, on November 15th, 2019. So, this is my first anime, NYC. Yes, it is. And it was actually a really cool con. It was way better and bigger than I expected. I know you guys had set my expectations that it wasn't that big, and that was a fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just I'm, worried. It. I, I, I don't. I don't think I personally expected it to be as big as it was because I didn't realize that they expanded. Yeah, mm. but they made it, the show floor was bigger. The show floor was bigger. They and put then, everything you know together more or less. But I also didn't realize that not only was it like bigger in that scale that. They had so much more stuff. <laughs> like, yes, they really like it. Didn't like other shows. Like I've gone to the first two. They felt like they didn't expand. Almost like a ghost town. Like, yeah. it, like you can walk around comfortably. You know what I mean? Like you're just like, all right, well, no, this this keeps getting. This bigger. was like, oh, this was like they're building. There's, ven- there's vendors everywhere. There's artists everywhere. It's yeah. like it, it. It felt very comparable to like early-ish nycc yeah it was it because um we went the first year me mm-hmm. and law we went the second year let me let me so let me clarify that the first two years i was not supposed to go to each the first year c bass gave me a ticket was, and i just showed up and my friends got pissed at me he was dante hicks that, yep. that day year he was like i'm, I'm not, not supposed, supposed to be here today to be here. the second year fucking shout out to pete pete was like yo i got an rs alley badge here so i'm literally collecting all the affinity badges because this year i got a pro badge from my sister <laughs> so like shout out to my sister larice i showed up but this time i like i was kind of supposed to be there i said i was gonna be there so don't be mad at me people <laughs> but no it was it's just pretty interesting where it was going at that first year that first year there wasn't a lot of people it was like you know was first show heard about it people were there were people that were there but it was like it was I would to, have to, to say to give that a good rough like scale for NYCC, they have like the bottom panel rooms and they have like almost the entire convention itself is NYCC where this is pretty much the exhibitor hall. Yeah. Like the main showroom floor. And that's it. May, uh, they do have panels downstairs. They do, and, have, like, panels they downstairs. do have panels downstairs. They but did, otherwise, they, like that's the, that's the, if you guys are, have been to NYCC, that's kind of the scale of, the uh the show now fast forward to last year last year there were more people last year right and so it was like oh so the show's getting traction and i think they had more people last year because um nycc was throwing their anime fest mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people also was crossing the few because they were doing their anime festival the same weekend as new york city comic-con and then there was this whole confusion so it actually created more traction for the show yeah and so since they created more traction, more people knew about the show, more people talked about it, more people went, and then it just ballooned from there. Now, this year, it's crazy. I was like, it, like I said, they originally they used to have the artist alley upstairs the first two years. Mm-hmm. They closed off the upstairs, moved it all downstairs, made it all uniform because I think one of the things that they actually listened to people who people couldn't find artist alley or even know where it was at. Um, the same thing. It was like, oh, I thought this was the whole con. So now you had it all on the main floor, which was pretty cool. I also like the fact that there the wasn't vendors. an artist alley. 
Yeah, it was just if you think about it, it was all just mixed in. Yeah, yeah, there was artists everywhere. I would say you kind of have an artist alley. Like there was more artists heavy on like the left side if you're like facing it on the left side versus the right side. But they still had a good fair share yeah. of like towards the back, like where the Sonic Boombox uh, like tables were, like of just people selling there their was art, and that was really dope. Lot, it yeah. felt it felt more inclusive. So yes. like you're not you know you don't have people who are going exclusively for one thing or exclusively for another. You're kind of meshing everything together, so all of your yeah. foot traffic. Like we may not be buying any art, but you're still appreciating the art that people are seeing. Yes. And like I really like this, and I would probably would not have gone down this way. Yeah, right. You know, so it was it was I would do agree. It was. Um, I like I do like that formula better. Yeah, it 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 and it, and, it, and the the floor plan. I think the floor was really used um, perfectly because you had the section of gaming that was right there, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Then you had this whole section because also too you had the section with celebrities, which was still in that main floor. Yeah, people were walking by. But it you was still like had your so, vendors. So far, you had the, your studios. Down on the yeah, side that it didn't really interrupt. No, it did and it was so perfect. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and um. And again, you still had like um, a section with your food vendors. The food vendors were right between, essentially, an artist alley. Like you had one side of mm-hmm. artists, then another side of artists, and in the middle was like food vendors. So it's like you know people are still have to walk through. I think the floor plan was really set up really well um, to get people to walk through, and the aisles were just comfortable, and it just looked comfortable for where the artists and vendors were sitting at. Mm-hmm. Um, but you had a lot of interesting vendors this year too. You had a lot of stuff. Um, I think there was more things that were being sold um, that weren't there last year, right? Which was pretty dope. I think they, I think they definitely like opened their doors as far as like vendors, artists, like because you're seeing a lot more stuff, not just in terms of like who's selling and like what's selling, but even the fans. Like you're seeing yeah. stuff like where it's way. It, it felt like almost like um. It it still had something to do with anime culture, but it felt yeah. like a regular con. Yeah, it felt like yeah. it felt like it didn't feel like a super niche. Like you say, anime NYC, but you don't think you're not just getting only no, anime you, stuff. Right. No, like you saw stuff that you recognize. I mean, yeah. it's it's still anime centric, but you still saw stuff like the Kingdom Hearts stuff. Like yeah. people were there to sort. You saw um, the Overwatch weaponry that yeah. someone had designed there. It was very it so was again, very heavily stuff that game, was, gaming like influenced. Yeah. Yeah. So it was stuff that again that and 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 to be quite honest, this is a lot of stuff that anime culture, manga, and all that has inspired. So it was a lot of anime right. inspired stuff. And you you definitely love the Gundams. You were dude, <laughs> yo, yeah, me and me, Law were yo, like just getting going nuts for the gunpla, man. It was just. Dude, you can spend so much money. We were look out <laughs> for that video coming to our YouTube like <laughs> come twenty twenty of me and him just like. Hyperlapsing time video of putting together putting Gundams. together that Gundam. Yeah, Yo, it was it. Yeah, you had a are lot gonna, of. Are we gonna are we gonna commit to that? I'm down to do, I'm that, down. That I'm down to do, do custom mode. I'm down to do it. We just got to go halves on it. I've got the tools and shit, dude. I think we should we should do it. It'll be it'll be a, a fun experience that'll probably take an entire day because of uh, all the clipping and shaving and polishing. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's really cool. I think it's a really cool hobby, and it was really cool to see. Like they had such a huge space. Yeah, and like it's so. I like. I know there's a couple places. There's like I know there's a shop in New Jersey that that's like a gun plus shop. Like it's in a mall, and they do nothing but Gundams in there. But what was pretty cool is like the the the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the the spot that was purely Gundam models and all that, um, as well as other stuff they had there, like um, the Megazord and all that from Power Rangers. Also, right next to it, they had a contest that was going on 
of people putting together the Gundams. I guess it was like whoever's going to put it together the quickest or something I, like that. Yeah, I think it's like the quickest, uh, quickest, cleanest shit like that. Right. <clears throat> but they also they also they also offered workshops. Like so, what, yeah. we're, what we were seeing, we weren't seeing the contest. We were seeing a workshop being. Given oh really? On it. Yeah, they said they had a workshop at six thirty. Right. The last one was at six thirty or something or five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Six thirty five thirty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's, it's totally that's, cool. and that's involved. I'm sad, I'm sad we probably... missed the panel because they had a panel about like Gundams, like going through the history of of Gundams, oh, okay. which which would have been an adult panel. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's pretty cool because like even like when you walked by the Fate booth, a, they were getting people immersed, yeah, interested in it, getting them involved. Teaching like about the they fate, even had the gaming for Fate Two where they were teaching people. The Fate to do booth the gaming. was essentially the Marvel booth, like yeah. where people were like super pressed up against the stage and like, mm. let's go, like I'm yeah. ready. Give me any announcement, I'm there. But I mean, in comparison, because like you know, obviously, anime New, um, anime New York City and New York City Comic Con, they're their two own different beasts. This just felt like um, the booths that were there were also involving more of the fans mm. in their stuff and all that. Like again, the Fate booth, just to go back to it. They were te- it looked like there was a section where they were teaching people how to play the card game yeah. for Fate um, and all that. The like you said, the Gundam booth. They were teaching people like with the workshop on how to put the stuff together. It just it, it just looked like there was just more involvement. We walked right. out the the Blurred Con booth, Blurred Con, um, which is another convention in Virginia. Um, they were all, and I've seen them there for the last three. This this is the third year that yeah. they're there. They're always getting involved with the fans and talking about the stuff and all that. And this getting was people a, this was a very catered to fans yeah. feeling yes. kind of show, and it was very not only catered to fans of the show as like patrons, but fans of the show from other conventions. Like you're seeing yeah. CPAC, you're seeing uh, Blurred Con, you're seeing um. What was the other one? Uh, was it Boston? Uh, Boston, Boston Anime, Anime WinterCon. Like, there was a lot of like convention tables there. Which of is, people. which is, it's not so much that it's taboo, but it's something that not all conventions do. Yeah, like you, don't you, wanna, get you that. don't, you don't want to promote other cons at yeah. your con. But this felt so inclusive, and I thought that was really dope to see. I think yeah. it's, you know, I think it's the whole that that whole community feel, and like what I liked about it too is just how part of the general culture, you know, anime, manga, these types of characters are now like. You know that collab, that uh, apparel collaboration we saw with Hunter X Hunter and and um, yeah, that was pretty dope. And uh, and Bleach, uh, yeah. you know, and it was it's just really cool to see like people making apparel, like stylish apparel, not just apparel from back in like the early two thousands and the nineties, where it's like the most the bowling it, shirt. It would be like that bullshit bright shitty fabric yeah. shirt with like the Dragon Ball Z character on it. I'm yep. like, yo, who is wearing this? <laughs> like, I can't wear this to school. I'm going to be laughed at. Yeah. Like, no, it's not, really not. it's it's so cool to see like it's just a natural part of our culture like uh, it, you know the other thing that was cool too was that they had a, a booth where blick was there selling art materials too yeah and yeah. then they, when pete was like yeah if you find an art booth i was like yeah blick is here i've seen um blick on long island at different long island shows but now to see like a local Blick um, involved with like a uh, show in New York City, I'm like, uh, that's pretty dope. And especially for people who want to be like artists and all that. And especially you had a lot of mm-hmm. artists at the show. May run out of materials. I gotta go buy something. No, that was a that was like when we found it. Like, yeah. cause I know when he asked you to look for it, I was like, all right, cool. But then we're walking around. I'm like, oh shit, it's here. Yeah. Look. And then you see it. I'm like, oh, they've got like. You can get yourself refilled over here if you somehow yeah, run they, out. And yeah. they, they, I think they even had stuff for people to put their stuff in, like um, that you can purchase, like the the tubes and all. That. And again, you don't see that at many shows. Um, the only shows I've seen that at 
has been the local shows in Long Island that um I've been to. But again, it, it it it's just interesting to see the growth of anime in New York City. Um, and it just sounds like that there's was like, anime you know, NYC a show that happened before and they brought it back, or is this a first? It's I think it's the the guy. Um, if if I'm correct, because um, they're the same people who do um, what is it called? Um, not PowerCon. Um, Awesome Con in Washington D.C. Okay. And I think the guy who came up with the idea, he used to work with Reed and all that. Um, I think he was oh, tied he, to he did part ways. With yeah, him. he. I think yeah, I think he worked their anime festival because um gotcha. when New York City Comic Con was a, was at the Javits Center, it was also the anime festival. Okay. And then, at some point, the anime festival was phased out, and then there was nothing anime centric. Yeah. At New York City Comic Con. Um, we really didn't. We really didn't get an anime like anything really until we got CPAC a few years ago. Well, there was Big Apple anime, right? Mm. Or there was some anime thing. Well, maybe it was whatever whatever was before New York Comic Con. I remember there was an anime convention. Yeah, I did that. They, oh they, wow! They, yeah, I've yeah. heard of that, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, but I think. It, it, but like, I'm talking about in like, recent years. Like mm. since I've been going to cons, like 2014, let's say, the only like real tri-state area kind of shows i would say was like cpac and um liberty city yeah liberty Liber- city liberty city anime and that's uh, about it for the most part like there were small like secure master like people did anime themed parties or themed things but not so much the show like on a bigger scale like this and it was it's really cool that we don't have to go out our way to like Boston or to like mm-hmm. Maryland for Katsukan to get something on the scale, and I guess I mean this is not me just not me shitting on um, um, NYCC because you know they throw an awesome show every year. Um, I personally didn't like how the anime show for them was set up. I think that you know it could have been a little bit more convenient for fans like if you purchase because you're already it, it purchasing didn't, it didn't feel as inclusive it no didn't it didn't, because like you had to a it's, part of you, you know, didn't feel like you know for very example separate. yeah it was very separate because it wasn't included in your new york city comic-con pass which to me is already expensive pass itself you're paying um let's say you get the whole four days you're paying like 190 dollars for the pass it should include um, at least their entry fee into right. that because it's in a, into their anime festival. Um, I'm not sure if Reed is going to change that or how they go about it down the line. But again, that's their business. It's whatever they choose to do. They still throw an awesome show every year at New York City Comic Con. It's, it's still an experience. Um, and it's pretty dope with networking and all that. But you do see the difference of how anime New York City was running it. Um, with their show and all that, and I felt like you know it's always one of those shows I do like to visit as a fan, as well, and just to see what they've done with their growth. Um, again, I mean, some people had their complaint where they're like, you know, oh, I liked it when Artist Alley was upstairs; it was pretty cool. But then to hear, like, for example, when Pete explained it, like, no, they wanted everyone because people were missing the Artist Alley and they were missing this. I like that. I like that they tied it all together, and yeah. it was pretty dope. You no, saw I'm a, I'm a huge everyone, yeah. That it whole that whole separate thing. It's just, you're, it's just making it's making people take a beeline and bypass all this stuff. Yeah. Where today, when we were walking around, it felt like we got to see a majority of things. Right. Yeah. You know, we're going. We're not. We're like, oh, we need to go upstairs, 
or oh no. we need to go to, it was just like it, it everything's was mostly, here we, we basically had to remember where we were and keep snaking going wait did we go through this section like that was the biggest concern yeah. and i think we pretty much nailed it for the most part yeah. because like it wasn't packed and it wasn't crowded like it wasn't crowded in the sense like like booths were on top of each other and the and the alleys or or, or like yeah, the, it was good the spacing lanes. yeah there was good spacing between so you even if it did get a little more packed which i'm sure it will tomorrow i don't think it's going to get so packed that it feels like sunday at uh nyc this year you know what i mean yeah i mean sunday was nuts and i mean i mean at, um nycc this year that was craziness i think that left the kids there i remember when i went to yeah. nycc in 2014 or 2013 or whatever when i went like friday was fun Thursday was great. Saturday was like, holy shit, there's a lot of people here. And then Sunday is like, where the fuck did all these people come from? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah. like again, it's it's not a complaint. It's just amazing how packed they get the Javits Center. Because I tell people, um, when you look at New York City Comic Con and you look at any other event that's been there, like the auto show and all that, no. They pack it out. And and again, so to go back to anime New York City, I think there was more people there than I've ever seen at the auto show. Oh, Period. definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I and I and, and I can see. I haven't both. been to the auto show since I was like maybe in my early twenties. I mean, yeah, I've been and, to since and, high school. Yeah, that was basically my thing. And I guarantee, guarantee today at Anime NYC, at least double to triple like the amount of people. But you went away also to what I see. Um, the fact that you still have so many people going to New York City Comic Con who want to experience, and again, I met a lot of people. It was their first Comic Con, their first time going to a show, and then to see what Anime New York City just did this um, today, there is room for both shows mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. really go in there in the market. It's not a saturated well, market think, for them. I also think too, it's just like the structure of of what you of what everyone's doing. So, like yeah. when I went to NYCC, it felt like there were so many big booths. Which is multiple ways of walking through. Where today it was like a lot of tables and a lot of closed entrance areas. Whereas like you walk in one way, you walk out another. So it felt like you knew where to go. Where, where, where from my experience yeah. from then, it was just very open and like come look at this. They'll come look at the Bandai booth and kind of walk through the whole thing. So you can see all the all the figures and everything. But it just gets kind of flooded, and you're just you're just like very congested. Yeah. So I think <clears throat> you know because for NYCC you're paying a shit ton of money to have like a huge promotion of yourself there and you can do whatever you want with your booth where i felt with this it was very structured yeah i think this it's more accessible too because it's not only like significantly cheaper than you know nyc no, it, it's significantly and i think that's the appeal but, to people but too even we were talking to you know shout out to my buddy tanya we were talking about like getting press badges like the the read pop has made it so it's harder like to get press badges than it has been in the yeah. past and you know we can get into that to that and hold another show, but I think because uh, Anime NYC is such a new show by comparison, and they're like, we want to include more people, we want to have more people. Like, well, I mean, it was the comparison. Like, you know, you get a lot of the smaller um, outlets because, like, um, as someone had said, <clears throat> New York City only catered New York City Comic Con only catered to the bigger outlets, right? For them to come to the coverage of the show, yeah. whereas this is like, you know, they're catering to all outlets including mm. the small ones for people to come on to cover the show and all that um and again this is not shitting on repop or anything like that because again they've built a big show they've built it they it, and, it, and, it, and it's at times surpassed san diego comic-con numbers which is that's a big deal uh, it's just that um a lot of people um 
from what I get the feeling, and this is just dealing with people personally, that they're just burnt out because of their whole feelings with New York City Comic Con. It doesn't feel like as inclusive. It doesn't feel like people can do the things like, you know, like with the press passes on. It shouldn't be that difficult with press credentials and everything and all that to get in there. And I I'm mean, not sure if it's like, you know, whoever's on staffing and all that. It, mm. it just, again, it's a great show. It deserves that coverage. I, I understand not and, wanting to take advantage of press yeah, badges and like whatnot, but yeah. I feel like there's got to be a better way to like make sure that that person's legit, get the, get their credentials through and be like, all right, yeah, because I know that that was one of the problems they did have because people were like, well, I'm press mm-hmm. and they'll issue the badge, but that person wasn't really press. And this was before they got the RFD scans and all that. Mm, right. Um, because again, um, you know, people were just getting badges left and right. And I'm like, you know, oh, I said I was press and all that. I get it. So I get that. But at the same time, like you said, there should be a better way for you to look at the credentials, look at it. Because like even when um, some people I know who have outlets or magazines who have like her, um, credible stuff and all that should have got those press patches. Even the um, the pro badges this year. A lot of people I knew had issues getting the pro badges who are in the industry. Like um, Kyle. Kyle had a problem in the beginning. He's a published author. He was trying to go to the show to go network and all that. But he had problems trying to get his, um, you know, pro badge. I just and think I just think it's kind of it's crazy. Like what your what your friends are telling you was just we've been covering they've been covering the show for so long, and they still have to fight for a press badge. It's like yeah, like I get when you were saying you know you can tune it really hard to kind of like weed out all the people who aren't doing shit. But then you got to kind of bring it back and be like, if this person has consistently been to the show, been to the show, covered the show, gone through this process, then it should be like. We should kind of give them a. We should know what's going on. It shouldn't be every time we do this, the same people are contacting. Hey, I've covered this show for the past five years, ten years. Can I get a press badge, please? Yeah, you know. So it's just, it's crazy. I think I think it is a bit crazy, but it's also a big show, and they've done like you said a lot, and you know, trying to make sure like the people that they want to promoting the show get those first come first serve news badges. And maybe it's a way of weeding out people who really aren't, because if you really are doing press and you really have those credentials, if you get denied, you'll be like, uh, you'll reach out again and say like, listen, I'm press. I've done this. I've done all this coverage. I've been here a number of times. Can you check back? And they're like, okay, yeah. Well, I think also too, there was a lot of, um, internal structure changes with Reed this year. So a lot of like regulars, um, ended up uh not being at the show like especially with the booths and all that um you had a lot of people that i mean that was the major complaint this year a lot of people were having difficulties getting the table this year that normally never have a difficult problem because they have someone that they contact there someone that you know it's like not like an in but just like a rep that they deal with consistently Mm -hmm. and now the whole rumor um and it it, it, it it sucks that this is a rumor that's going around they're like yeah um new york city comic con's not going to even consider you unless you've done one of their other shows which is like yeah it kind of sucks in a way um especially if that is a true rumor because it's like you know not many people can go to travel to all these shows right. like i would have loved to do yeah, keystone not, not many people have the luxury of that. yeah I, I, feel, I feel like they set the groundwork yeah for this show to be a really long lasting show throughout yeah. the years i can see this like 10 years from now still being a thing doing their bigger shows hooking in like you know the hammerstein ball like almost not exactly doing the the nycc model but having that kind of presence and that kind of feel where they're like, yo, we've maxed out the space. We've gotten like 
even more dude their first year they were doing like the um the premiere for what the uh um, Full Metal Alchemist movie which like, was pretty dope that's insane you know what i mean to pull something that big i think they could sky's the limit for them no, it is, and it, and again, I think this third year kind of established their show, and you got a lot of probably first timers. Like you were, this was your first time there, Tone. Yeah, and uh, could you see yourself possibly going back to the show again? Yeah, I totally see myself going back again next year. And I think the you know the pricing, the prices were very reasonable, uh, and it didn't feel like you know I have to. It didn't feel like you have to go through a whole process. Like yeah. you know, NYCC guys do fan verification, yeah. and you got to wait in the queue and you do all this stuff. Granted, big show, and, and you're and not spending. An arm and leg before you go to the door, and then yeah. you get to the door, and you're like, "I can't spend anything at your table because I spent all of it on my ticket to get here." Yeah, yeah, and then that was um, you know, one of the major concerns of that because it's like again, you know, you get a lot of people with the spending of the badges and all that, and like I said, it, again, I don't want anybody who's on the New York City Comic Con staff or anything that we're you know talking trash about it because we're not. No, it's just you know as fans, this is what we've gone through and all that. We love the show. We still love it every year, no matter how many times we complain. It's just that these are the things that you know. It's like, it's like we're gonna see, be like, honest. We got yeah. we, we we are fans of you conventions. We're fans of our, you our, our fandoms. Broke. Yeah. And it's like you know yeah fine you're gonna charge one ninety four and a four day pass. Why not bring back the three day pass? Maybe some people want to just go for right. three days. Yeah. Um. You know the weekend badges fine and all that. Like you have your weekend badges. Um. And I feel like Anime New York City kind of made it easier for you to invest and get badges. Whereas like this whole thing with the queue, it's always a complaint with this queue. Um. Every year and it never gets fixed. Um. But with Anime New York City, what, what you got yours at? Oh yeah. Yeah, so I did not get my tickets online. I got my tickets yesterday on the 14th at one of their partner stores for Coco Curry. I just went over there, walked over and got a ticket. You know, I didn't ha- I didn't feel worried that a and ticket was feel good comfort food? No, I actually did not eat cuz I <laughs> came <laughs> home and ate dinner, okay. but I did get Coco Curry last week actually. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it's cool. I mean, you know, I've had that experience with Comic-Con where it's like, you know, if you don't get your ticket then, it's sold out and you're screwed unless you buy it from someone who's maybe upcharging you unless you get lucky with a hookup. Right. Yeah. So it's just very, these tickets are very hard to get and it's very, you know, it's very frustrating as a fan to want to go, you know, and when it comes to the prices and stuff, like I get that it's frustrating and that it shouldn't be that expensive, but it's also this show's been going on for so long. You're pulling in all the people that come to this. You got to fund it somehow. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like that happy medium is as you get bigger and as you get more popular, you're demanding more from the people that Our go to it. Where I, anime, I, NYC would, is like, I would say, I would say they can keep the prices of like, you know, if you're doing 190 for four days. Yeah. If you introduce like the one day badge at a lower price, like you had it where you can do a one day, a two day badge, and then a three day and a four day. Mm. If you did that kind of system, I think the four day wouldn't seem as ludicrous. Yeah, no, I think I remember reading about like that complaint when it was just like the, it was like what the four day or nothing, basically, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that's a goddamn commitment. And they and they just got rid they just got rid of kid badges this year. Mm. But then like I I don't know how I mean you know obviously if you're working you're working a booth or you're doing press and you go there for you have like a goal in mind to what you're gonna do mm-hmm. but like going every single day like just beating beating dirt and just walking yeah like, you know, that's fucking tiring yeah. and taxing yeah it gets rough I mean because like. When I did New York City Comic Con as a fan, um, it was always the three days. I wouldn't go Thursday because, gotcha. you know, I know that by Sunday I'm either going to make it or I'm not. 
but yeah. I've invested into the, <laughs> that, that I've invested into the yeah I've invested into the three day pass because when you're a fan walking around the floor all day looking at stuff buying stuff having to go back forth um I mean that one year they had that check in that was horrible where security did I don't know what the hell they did we were walking around for hours before we even got into the building oh wow that was annoying yeah it was like long lines going around blocks outside and they were then diverting you to go and it, oh man yeah that that was that one year that it's just it was just horrible yeah. well, um, this was just so easy yeah this was um because the next day reed fixed it because of so many fan complaints right that year but um no i mean it's it's also like you said it's scaling like yeah. reed pop and nyc has been around for so long like this is the nature of their show. Like this is the nature of their yeah. piece that they've created where anime MSC can basically learn from them and see their blueprint and be like, let's not do that. Yeah. Let's, you know, you know what I mean? Like let's make our own thing where we're not falling into those same traps, getting those same complaints from the fans that they have because we don't want our fans to feel that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And their potential is like limitless right now because, because of, them sharing the same space as the uh, as NYCC for using the Javits Center and being like, all right, how can we best utilize this space with what we have? And, and the thing is, like, I don't think that the, the, the whole thing with um, Anime New York City is not like they're trying to step on um, New York City Comic Con stores no, because absolutely not. They do feel like two different shows because they, they have very different, different vendors, shows. different artists. And it's like, you know, like, um, like Artist Alley and New York City Comic Con is cool, but you have a lot of people who are grandfathered there for years. Um, I, but I they're also, all, again, I just think, but they're all great. They're all great artists that you see there and you get to go get close to the greats. I would like to see more done in New York City Comic Con. Fine. Keep your grandfather artist in there, but give them, you know, a chance to some budding artists who are looking to break into the industry. And I feel like, you know, and again, anime New York City does do the waitlisting you get waitlisted right i've been waitlisted but um the opportunity they st- i feel like they still um remember to give people the opportunity because when right. the waitlist opens when the table like, like pete pete got a table um this weekend and he's and that's Mo, how he's Mo done got, it, Mo got the, it this yeah weekend too. i don't hear stories like that from new york city comic-con when an artist was like oh they just opened up the waitlist and everything I'm going to go be at New York City Comic Con. Right. Um, if you do, it's very rare. Yeah, it's very rare. rare. But again, it's. I don't want to think we're shitting on them, but it, it's still a great show. But it's just you know, these are just right. stuff that you see as a fan that you're like, you know, I wish this opened up I, more. I think it's because we fans, because we're fans, and because we're very we passionate care, about it. Yeah, yeah, we care so much. We're like, you know, we talked about it in the previous episodes where we came from the show where we saw how it grew and we saw how it built and we. Love we've kind of measured like how we grown from yeah. every year and all that and but we're seeing how it's getting and it's like don't do that like you're gonna lose so like i've don't seen become anakin skywalker <laughs> you were the you were the chosen one but no, like i've seen like my friends a lot of like you know my friends who uh attend anti cons like i do just be burnt out by nyc and they like sworn it off because of all these new policies and uh the pricing and all these issues and as a result like anime nyc has become the new like 
hang out like let's go go it's a cheap fun you know weekend that kind of thing yeah people are still having fun and and it's like yeah. they still have money I've, to burn i've seen my friends who are like not even anime heads convert into anime heads from the show because they're like oh this community like so dope and, da, 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 and like this looks pretty interesting i would have never known and i'm like yeah and it also caters to not just anime like we no. said we i well, saw more gaming There's and a more like, gaming stuff more gaming stuff more i saw like a bunch of like mainstream comics like popping up but i was like oh okay cool and the artists do like a little bit of everything right you, know, you have a lot of there are a lot of artists a lot of their art but we saw like star wars stuff like yeah. today like you know yeah you know so 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 this was your first anime in new york city please give us your walkthrough your experience was this your first Is anime it- convention period I mean, anime focused. I've, most of the stuff has always been like Comic Con, okay. Comic Con, East Coast Con, uh, uh, PAX, shit like that. So this is my first anime. anime focused. But like even then, I couldn't say it's like super anime focused. Like it didn't seem very niche. Like like we were talking, it just seems right. very yeah. like you go if you're like in, if you're just into into the stuff. It's just a fun time to go to. Do you, you know? think it catered well to most fandoms? I think so. You know, I mean, I think it. I think everyone saw something that they were interested in. You know, there was a lot of artists that did a lot of pieces that were a little bit everywhere. So I'm, I'm, I was happy as a fan of a lot of the stuff to see it and to experience it and just to, you know, for us to walk around and have a good time. And, it, and like we were talking, it just felt open and I didn't feel overwhelmed. It was just, we're going this way. We're going that way. Like we had a sense of direction and just kind of, and ex- we just experienced it. We weren't frustrated. The most frustrated I got was the go, go curry line because that line was <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no, it was it was it was it was ridiculous. bad when we first looked at it. Then we were like, "All right, we're gonna walk around some more, and come back." Yo, no, it got worse. It, it got worse. That shit made so, no sense. So bad. It was really. You would have thought that was a celebrity signing line. Yo, facts. And it was for fucking curry. Facts. It was the curry and what was it downstairs? The balls. Oh, the oh balls. Yeah, yeah. The. But even then, though, that's I don't like, know. But somebody's uh, balls. <laughs> It's chef's balls. Chef balls. <laughs> chef's salty no, balls. No, I've I've heard of that stuff, and I think that's more of a like that's a that's a, like a niche Japanese yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. And I've it's heard it's niche. famous, and like you know, it's a food truck. So like that, you you tend to use the, the, the that. mac and cheese guys look pissed. <laughs> they were nice, then I said like it, it just like yo. They could have been that pissed. We we yeah we, we, we got mac yeah. and cheese today. So yeah 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 they got it. But I was I was happy with it. And I'm is there anything that you that you didn't see that you would have liked to see? Ah, I'm always like I want to see more berserk shit, but like <laughs> it's just me. No, I mean I didn't have anything. It was like I wish I saw this, but like it was so. So a time where like I wasn't planning on spending money to buy shit, right? Yeah. Right? Like if I had a if I had like a budget and planned out cash, the things I would have wanted if, were if there. If you could have argued with his wife about the Gundams, <laughs> then the Gundams would have came home. Like Gundams would have came home. They had masterpiece Transformers. Oh, like man, you know, like, like there's a lot of cool stuff that I could see myself getting. Um, so I didn't have that sense of like I wish they I wish this that and the third. So it was. You know, it was just cool. But again, I don't go to enough cons to be like, oh, well, this con had this and this one didn't have that. I'm like, I'm just here to have a good time with my friends. Yeah. Just walk around, you know, talk, you know, shoot the shoot the shit, talk a bunch of nonsense, get some footage and then talk about it on this because it was just it was a cool time. It just did not feel stressful. And like I can see myself doing it for the other two days. I mean, it's just too much for me, but like I get it. Whereas con like NYCC is just like that's a it's just fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to go to, I had the honor of going to a lot of different shows this um, year um, and seeing the different fields and everything. This 
by far um anime new york city it, it, it's one of those cons that i like to go to as a fan where it's just get rejuvenated with creativity and everything like i went to ZoloCon earlier in the year um and it's probably a great con if you're into toys you love toys. Like one of the coolest things I saw was that they did the custom He-Man figures mm. that people were uh, making and all that. That was pretty cool. But again, this 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 show, um, I love to see how it has grown. It's become very inclusive to a lot of different um, fandoms. Um, definitely, we mean inclusive to fandoms. And <laughs> don't even don't even go down that rabbit hole. I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. But um <laughs> I, I think I think this was like a love letter to anime fans. It was. Yeah. And, it was. And I would appreciate that other conventions took note of it. Because it's it's something that we don't often see. Well, at the end of the day, there are shows that are disappearing that didn't take note of any of the stuff. Right, absolutely. absolutely. And those people who are involved heavily know what shows we're talking about right. that are yeah. completely disappearing. Even um, the actors who appeared for some of these shows right. have said we're pulling the plug. We're no longer appearing. Right. Um, but we're seeing, but we're seeing more shows like In Beyond Con is a very creator focused yeah. show. That listens to the fans and be like, listen, like we want to make creators the stars of the show. We have Anime NYC who's making everyone feel inclusive in otherwise not very spotlighty kind of like you know sense. Um, and then we, like we have CradleCon started and Cradle Car- the void. Right. Um, it's become a very family show. Exactly, where people can go with their families and all that to enjoy. Um, they still Cause, feature cause a lot I of think, creators because I think, despite scaling yeah. on a lot of these shows, no matter how big you get, you can't forget the fans that made you get to where they are. Yeah, and it speaks to like even like with bigger like, yo, we bullied the Sonic people and we got a Sonic true. Yeah, like seriously, you, you you know what I mean? Like yeah. listen to the fans. Like every once in a while, we we're right. You know what I mean? We're very entitled sometimes, but. I Just we can't get fans drunk at power, though. No, 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 no but no, like, no, no, but no, like, but, every, but no one was saying for them to fix the storyline of Sonic. It was they like just wanted to fix the like, character. Like, yo, you can do what you want with the storyline, but at least make this guy look how he's supposed to fucking look. Right. Like, give us that. Right. Like, don't give us whatever whatever furry thing that was. But um, yeah. So thank you, Anime NYC, for giving us a great show. Um, definitely be we'll there next year. Definitely be there next year. I always end up coming back anyway, so yeah. I, I can say I'm not going, and somehow I'll get pulled. So What I do like what New York City has started including, too, is the creative aftercon in their um, their program, Okay, which I think is pretty dope. Um, and if no one's heard of the creative aftercon, check it out. It's an awesome network of writers, artists, letterers, and all that um, in the indie industry that network and get together and create stuff. And I like that they've started to do that. Um, I think it's been two or three years running now that they've included them in their program. I think it's easier and to, to uh, get sponsorship from the NYC event for your shows, like your after parties or what have you. Yeah, which I think is dope. I think that's like a good thing. I've seen like a lot of my friends um, who have like you know otaku's but attitude that kind of thing. They are now being sponsored as the official this or the official that of yeah. NYC, which is really dope to see. Sonic Boombox has always been there. Um, which is something like 
not so much that it was unheard of, but something that you didn't really th- expect to happen. Like NYC is just going, yeah, you guys can be like our official show, or you guys can be sponsored by us. Like you know, which you- I which I like. You, you're seeing more and more of that, and it's what Anime New York City is doing now is even giving these guys even an extra platform. Yeah, which I love, and I would love to see. Like again, more networking shows and all that um, get sponsored. And like you said, like you see, you know, all the cons at Anime New York City advertising their shows and all that, which is again, it's pretty cool. It's we're, we're a community. It, it's I'm a firm believer. When one member of the family eats, we all eat. Absolutely, that's it. I like to shout out our sponsor, Inbeyond. Please go to Inbeyond.com. Use our code Get Nerdy with it for ten percent off all merchandise. How much? All services. Everything, everything on the Amazon site is yours for extra ten percent off when you purchase. However, if you're hearing this before November thirty first, you get twenty percent off if you use Amazoncon twenty twenty. However, you can stack that code with our code and get thirty percent off. Stacks on stacks on stacks. Let's go. So go check it out. Amazoncon twenty twenty coming very soon, faster than you think. August, still at Hofstra. Get your tickets. Get your tables. We got it. What's up? You can find us on Instagram at the Nerds of the Round. You can find us on Twitter at the Nerds OTR. And you can find our Facebook page, the Nerds of the Round. What? Yes. Tweet at us. Comment at us. Like everything. Love everything. Find rate, us on. Rate, comment, subscribe. Yeah, all rate, comment, subscribe. <laughs> find us on Anchor, Spotify. Leave us comments. Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong. We're just doing this to have fun and give you guys some quality content. So be sure to check us out and, and let us know what's going on. We are the nerds of the round and stay nerdy with it. Later, guys. Peace.